and once again, welcome to Super Game Wave Podcast. I am Nat. And I'm Tom Helmuth, and this week we're joined by a special guest, uh, who I'll let introduce himself. Alright, I'm Kevin, or better known as SOcean255. Uh, Kevin's one of the uh, music managers on Rainwave. Um, he's for a long time now been helping manage the covers station. Um, and so he's joining us today to help uh, with a very covers-themed episode. Um, so this week we decided to uh, go with a theme based on a recent uh, fan album that was released. Well, sort of recent, I think is 2013. Um, so this album is The Spectrum of Mana, which is a big uh, album project dedicated to the game Secret of Mana. Um, so this, uh, it, this CD was put together by some fans, uh, I guess it's technically put on three different discs, um, but there's a lot of good music on it, it's a, a nice fan album, um, and so we decided to uh, concentrate a whole episode on it. Uh, so let's get started, I guess, and play some music unless there's anything else either of you wanted to say. No, honestly, I, I'd never heard this until about two days ago, so I was just really pleasantly surprised by the, uh, the variety you're going to hear here soon. There's just a lot of genres you're going to hear on the show. Yeah, it's it's interesting, because I didn't realize until I started listening to tracks to pick for this show that I think there was sort of a um, an emphasis put on playing having a lot of live uh, instrumentation. Like you don't hear many just straight up electronic tracks on this on these albums. Um, there's I, th- I think I don't know if it was intentional or not, but almost all of the tracks that that I picked at least are uh, live live musicians. That is I think a lot of that was um, it's Viking Guitar that is the one that put the album together, and he does everything live. So I think he tried to get a bunch of people that did everything live in the first place. Sure, sure, yeah. And I think the other thing that I found out by reading uh, about on the website is that uh, he emphasized people working together. So a lot of the tracks have multiple artists or uh, a single artist that did most of the work, but then had um, other musicians performing on the songs. Yeah, I was um, noticing that. It's, there's a lot of collaboration, which you don't see on the OC Remix albums as much. Right, and he, the reason he said he did that is that so the original, the, the game, Secret of Mana, is a, can be played co-op. Um, so it's sort of a co-op album for a co-op game. Um, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, so let's go into some music. Uh, my first track of the day is going to be On the Wings of Dragons. Um, and this song is, uh, the original song it remixes is called Flight into the, the Unknown. Um, and I'm not sh- let's see, this, uh, so this song was remixed by Mike Villalobos and Travis Morgan, um, and so I guess that's about it. So here's On the Wings of Dragons.
That was uh, welcome back to the Super Ring Wing Wave podcast. That was on the wings of dragons uh, by Mike Villa Lobos and Travis Morgan. Um, that's a remix of the song "Flight into the Unknown," uh, obviously from The Secret of Mana. Um, oh, by the way, so The Secret of Mana was originally composed by Hiroki Kakuda. Um, this is obviously a Super Nintendo game uh, that came out in 1993, uh, which will be the same for all of the songs we play in this episode, since this uh, album is devoted to The Secret of Mana. Um, anyway, this track, uh, I really like it. It's, it has a nice uh, soaring feel, and the, the original song that this uh, covers uh, has that same soaring feel, but this takes it in a bit more of a, a rock or metal uh, direction. You know, it's interesting, I think this is actually Kuda's, at least it was one of his first soundtracks, and it was first that actually got the CD release. And you saw that a lot on the SNES, you saw these guys like Mitsuda who were getting their first shot at these big RPGs. Yeah. And I think that lent, like this soundtrack, I don't know it that well honestly, it's been a long time since I've heard it. But I know it had it was more experimental than most of the others, and I just sort of hear that in music. Sure, yeah, yeah. the The soundtrack itself is really nice. I mean, I think a lot of people like the soundtrack, but I still, in some ways, think it's a bit, um, a bit uh, underappreciated. Um, but yeah, it's it's a really nice soundtrack, and this uh, this project definitely shows that in the way it covers the songs. I think we're going to play something a bit quieter now. Uh, this next one, it is called uh, Spirit of Night. This this one's arranged by uh, Corey Johnson featuring Josh... Um, Kozki? I, that's not even a real word. I, it's not fair. Um, Spirit of Night.
Again, that was a Spirit of Night, arranged by Corey Johnson and Josh Skoski? Soski? Something like that. Um, I think this one, because it's it starts out acoustic, but it has these elements that are almost like a post-rock track, that, that sort of feedback sound and the rumble in the background and the way it builds up. I was really struck by that, compared to his other arrangements on here, which were a little more straightforward. Sure. Um, it's an arrangement of the track of the same name, Spirit of the Night, which I should have gone back and listened to this morning, but didn't. But, uh, it was one of my favorite tracks, according to my ratings on Rainwave. Yeah, yeah, the original is a nice track, and I think this definitely does it justice. The, um... The, uh... I like the uh, the violin. Is that what that is that comes in halfway through? Uh, violin or viola? Yeah, something like that. It's a it's a nice touch to this song. It is, and it's right before the guitars come in. Right. Um, I don't know. I, I don't have much to say about it. All right. Uh, Kevin, do you want to uh, choose our next track? Yeah. So um go to one of my favorite ones on the entire album. So there's so many great songs on this album, but there's one or two that really, really came out and I said, man, this one's definitely making the radio. No questions about it. Not definitely not getting cut. Uh, one of those would be Aurora Borealis. That one's written by or arranged by Viking Guitar, the mastermind of the whole project. Uh, and it features uh, Lauren Leibowitz on Wish or not on Wish on Flute. Mm-hmm. And it's based on the song A Wish from the album.
All right, and we're back with the Super Rainwave podcast. Uh, I'm Kevin, S-Ocean255, here with Nat and Tom. Uh, we just finished listening to Aurora Borealis uh, on the Spectrum of Mana album from Viking Guitar featuring uh, Lauren Leibowitz on the flute there. So this is one of those songs I can just keep listening to over and over again. It's so smooth and laid back and... You just sit out on your porch on a hot summer day, sipping lemonade, listening to it all day. Yeah, totally. It's a uh, it's it's a nice laid back track with a really nice flute edition in there. Um, in fact, we discovered that a lot of the tracks we're going to be playing today have Lauren Leibowitz uh, featured on flute. Um, it's cool that she contributed a lot to a lot of these tracks, even though a lot of the album is very metal or rock focused. Uh, it's uh, other times very proggy and so it's cool that there's a lot of fl- flute on a lot of these tracks what I like the album's broken up into three discs uh, the first one is titled War and it's almost all prog metal and the second one is Peace and it's almost all tracks like this I think I think this is from disc two maybe. yeah um, yeah it is and everything is either acoustic or really laid back and almost hypnotic Right. And I was really into that. Uh, just the flow of the album. And then Disc 3 is kind of the leftovers. Yeah. Yeah, Disc 3 has some, uh, some a little more upbeat songs, and then near the end it goes back into uh, some more of the metal type stuff and uh, has a lot of some of the longer tracks. Um, in fact, uh, before we started recording, Nat was saying. Uh, there's actually a few tracks on here that are really long that were pretty nice, um, but it'd take up half our podcast if we played a 12-minute or 17-minute song. So, um, but it's it's still cool to to have these tracks in the, this album that's uh, has a lot of nice sounds and such a long track. Oh yeah, it's really impressive. I mean, the amount of work that goes into making a 12-minute remix of a song is incredible. Totally. Alright, um, I guess I'm up again. So I'm going to be playing uh, a song with, it's another sort of downbeat song. Um, this one has a bit more of an acoustic guitar feel. Uh, this is going to be by the Super Guitar Brothers. Um, and the song is going to be The Summer Sky is Blue, which is an answer to the question uh, posed by the original song title, which is uh, The Color of the Summer Sky. So this is The Summer Sky is Blue.
Welcome back to the Super Rainwave podcast. This is Tom, joined by Nat and uh, Kevin. Uh, this week we're playing a bunch of songs from the fan remix album, The Spectrum of Mana, uh, which remixes The Secret of Mana. That last song was The Summer Sky is Blue, uh, which is a nice little acoustic guitar uh, cover of The Color of the Summer Sky by the Super Guitar Brothers. Um, that's just a simple little track, uh, with nice acoustic guitar. I, I can't tell if it's just a single acoustic guitar or if it's a guitar duet. Um, well, if you listen closely, you can hear there's there's one pan to the left and one to the right. Oh, okay. I, I don't know if I'm even if I'm getting the uh, stereo sound through Skype, so I'm not sure if I'm if I can hear that differentiation. But I'm sure it'll come through on the uh, on the recording. But yeah, it's a uh, it's a nice little song. It's uh, very laid back, and um, I, I like the original for this uh, off the game too. So it's it's nice to hear a cover of it. It's it's another one where it's just so relaxing to listen to. Yeah. You know, I could, I almost don't want to go on. I just want to keep hearing this. <laughs> but. I guess we should. I'm gonna try and keep it laid back though with this next one. Um, it's maybe a bit more uh, polarizing than the prior tracks, but I think it's fun to have some variety. This is a, an arrangement by the artist Norg. Can't say I'm familiar with him, uh, but I was impressed with this track. Um, it is an arrangement of the song Danger. And this is like a boss.
I always forget about that part. Yeah. I was saying before I was so rudely interrupted, we are back. Uh, again, that was Norg with Like a Boss, an arrangement of Danger from Secret of Mana. Uh, we actually just played this a couple of shows ago um, in the uh, original and remix pairing. And you played, oh, what was it? So I, I played uh, Step Off My Flower Garden by Naze. Uh, and. So that's the remix I played along with the original, and I, I love this, both the original and this remix and the other remix I played. Um, such a good song, and uh, I'm so glad you chose this because I didn't because I recently played it, but it's it, I think it's my favorite song on the album. I just love how he captures that progressive metal so well. It, the track moves so far, it starts out all heavy with double bass, and then it moves away and gets quieter, and then it gets more like a Dream Theater track. I'm really yeah. into that kind of thing. Yeah, totally. The um, So, I, I was looking up Norg. Um, he has actually five remixes on OC Remix. Um, one of which I actually like a lot, but we'll save that for another day. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he, he definitely seems to like this kind of sort of proggy metal sound. I'm curious, do you think... Was it a conscious shift toward this kind of music, or was it just those were the people who uh, Viking Guitar happened to reach out to? I actually don't know. So I was trying to find more about this album in general, like how it came together, but uh, I couldn't really find whether they were explicitly trying to uh, have a lot of this type of music, or if it just was the type of people that Viking Guitar knew and, and uh, asked to be on the album. Yeah, I'm not certain. I found out about this album about a week before it came out. And I have no idea how they got it together. Yeah, I actually didn't hear this album until uh, we had the Power Hour on Rainwave, the listening session, and uh, I heard a few of the tracks, including this one, and I was like, okay, I have to get this album. It's awesome. By the way, if you're, if you're interested in the album, um, you can download the whole thing digitally for free off of spectrumofmana.com. Um, and you can also buy a hard copy uh, if you're interested in having a CD. They also have t-shirts and other things I'm not going to promote. Yep. Alright. So, uh... Let's see, I guess it's Kevin's turn for the next track? 
Yeah, so uh, the next one I got picked out, a song called Holy Intruder. That one's by uh, Steamage, and he's got a couple people with him. He's got Amanda LaPree, uh, Travis Morgan, uh, Josh Zowski, and uh, Lauren Lebowitz with him on this one. Now, it's no secret that I'm a fan of multi-Sakuraba. I'm uh, pretty sure everyone knows that if you've seen most of my posts on the Rainway forums. Uh, I feel like this one... Very similar to Sakuraba's style, and that's probably why I like it so much. So I'll let you guys think, wait, see what you think.
All right, and we're back. And that was Holy Intruder from Steam Age, Steam Age, whatever we're calling them and friends, uh, from the uh, arranged version of the song Mystic Invasion. Oh, talk about really like all the different instrumentation they have in that one. It's not just one layer. You got multiple layers, multiple instruments going on. Uh, very good music. Yeah, I, I like how it sort of builds throughout the song. Like the, the start of the song is a little slow and laid back, and then it builds to some uh, pretty hard guitar riffs by the end of the song. Yeah, that's kind of a constant theme of this album. Right. Yeah, especially a lot of, so we were talking these three, three discs in the album, and this second disc, which I think this is on, uh, seems to have a lot of this type of song. I'm just listening and I'm thinking, it, they really did well at mixing it, because I would think that that violin, that stuff in the background would kind of get muddled together. Sure. Yeah, yeah, the, it does come through pretty well. I'm guessing it doesn't come through as well through vent, but... Yeah, yeah, over the internet it's... Yeah, I can sort of tell there's a song going on there, but, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Alright, um, so let's go on to my next selection, um, which is going to be, uh, another sort of metal or prog sounding track. Uh, this is going to be The Mushroom Kingdom, which is not a remix of uh, Mushroom Kingdom. It sounds like Super Mario Brothers or something. Um, Got my hopes up for nothing. Yeah, I know. Um, so this is a remix of the song Dancing Animals, um, and this is remixed by the World Warriors.
Welcome back to the Super Rainwave podcast. Uh, that last song was The Mushroom Kingdom by uh, The World Warriors. It's a remix of the song Dancing Animals. Um, and The World Warriors, I think, had a lot of uh, collaborators on that track. Um, I'll let, uh, there's actually like 20 of them, so I'm not going to read them all out. but. Includes everything from drums and guitar to flute and violin and percussion, uh, including whatever percussion this is right here. I, I'm not sure if it's like a, um, a xylophone or a marimba or what, but it's I really like that little uh, uh, toned uh, percussion instrument that's going on here at the beginning, and you can hear it throughout the track. I like how it starts out like this. And then that happens. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Then the the those guitars hit, and that's like whoa. But yeah, yeah, it's a nice track. Um, it's uh, definitely takes the original and and plays with it with these like softer sections, and then the hard metal-ish sections. Um, I'd like to say they're blended well, but they're all, they just jump back and forth. Yeah, yeah, but it's almost like, I think it's sort of a stylistic choice that oh, works out pretty well, yeah. Um, I think I'm going to play something quieter now. Okay. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Um, let's see, this next one is an arrangement by Tim Yarbrough. Um, he went ahead and covered uh, What Forest Taught Me. Um... Did a pretty nice job, I think. Uh, so this is Forest Lesson. Thank you. 
back to the Super Grandly Podcast. Um, again, that was Forest Lesson, cover of What Forest Taught Me, um, arranged by Tim Yarbrough on the Spectrum of Mana album. He's actually a member of One Ups, and you hear a lot of that come through in his guitar playing here. Um, very, what's the word? Kind of light, uh, melodic. Yeah. But I. The one-ups tend to be so jazzy or jammy, and so I was almost at a lot. At least the the part before the solo is pretty straight up. Um, but but no, it's a it's a really nice little guitar cover there. Yeah, what it jumped out to me because it was so simple. You know, everything else I'd heard was really progressive and intense, and he plays it totally straight and just very subtly builds it up. And I was really struck by that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice little track. And that song's one of the songs that I've known for years and years and years, which is fine because I've never played Secret of Mana. The only uh, mana game I've ever played, closest thing to it, was Secret of Evermore, which isn't even a mana game, but it's based on the same engine as Secret of Mana. Um, mm. But I've heard that song for years and years and years, people remixing it. It's one of the best songs on the entire original track list for sure yeah definitely and uh speaking of people have been around forever alshon's been around for as long as i can remember as soon as i got into listening to remixes before oc remix even released their first fan album and they were just a bunch of singles alshon was around forever uh, he's got a song on this one it's called give time is proper love uh it's a cover of the song leave time for love it features Features uh, Bruce Bonebreak the second. Uh, I think it's one of the great songs on this album as well.
And we're back, and that was Give Time is Proper Love from Alshon, uh, cover of Leave Time for Love. I have absolutely no idea where that takes place in the game, because like I said, I've never played it before. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a nice remix. It's uh, the not quite as hard as some of the other medley tracks on the album. Um, and so it has those soaring guitars and everything. It's, yeah, it's, it's nice. Yeah, I'm a sucker for those, those double-track guitars you hear during the sort of chorus moments, because they always sound so big and so 1980s. They also almost sound like Square Wave. Right. I don't know, I was just relieved to hear something that wasn't uh, heavy metal. Yeah, it's, a lot of these. Uh, this album is pretty heavy. And I like that, but, you know, it's, it's just nice to hear something different. Yeah. The, uh, actually, my next track, uh, so this track we're hearing, we just heard is the second uh, track on the album. And my next track is going to be the first track on the album. So we played them in the wrong order, but uh, you can imagine in your head how this would sound if we played them in the other order. Um, so this is going to be The Rabbit Hole uh, by Dr. Manhattan, who is a pretty well-known. Uh, he's done some remixes on OC Remix. Um, so this is a remix of the song called The Legend. Um, obviously from The Secret of Mana. Thank you. 
Welcome back to the Super Rainwave podcast. This is Tom. I'm here with Nat and Kevin. Uh, and that last song was The Rabbit Hole by Dr. Manhattan, a remix of the song called The Legend. Um, that song starts off the whole spectrum of, Mal- uh, of Mana album. And uh, I think it's a really nice way to start off. It starts off sort of slow and a bit atmospheric and then is, has a lot of nice guitar parts and to me it sort of represents the album as a whole like you get a some of some more heavy parts that are um, a bit more metally and then you get some quieter parts that are a bit more laid back and um, yeah yeah I think it does a, a great job of representing the album I like how it's, it starts out it sort of it builds pretty quickly, but it's not overbearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, there's not much to say about it, I guess. Yeah, it's it's a nice track. Not a, I don't think there's too much else to comment on, but yeah. Um, so I'm going to play something more polarizing. Okay. Let's, let's see, this next one is another track from Stemage, Steemage, something, uh, of Metroid Metal, um, accompanied by Chris Drogoz's. I I don't even know where to begin. Uh, you p- picked all the uh, people <laughs> you can't pronounce, so that doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, Stemage and the keyboardist from Arm Cannon. How about that? That works. Now is the time for nomenclature, which is kind of an ironic title considering. Considering, yeah. Now is the time for nomenclature, in all capitals, by Steemage and that guy from Arm Cannon. <clears throat> um, you know, I, I'd listened to some of the album and I thought, well, okay, disc one's a lot of metal and disc two is 
a lot of slower stuff, more melodic. So what, what did this free have? And, and I found this. And it, it was so... it sort of blindsided me because it's so... It's fast, and it's, it's weird, um, it's metal, but it has that, that ridiculous synth line. Uh, I just thought it came together really well. It's a remix of the menu theme, isn't it? Yeah. So this, uh, it, I love how it builds quickly, and then it slows down quickly, too. Like, there's the definite hill going on. Um, and the... That little piano uh, thing that happens throughout most of the track, that's nice, and um, I'm not sure if it's mostly just guitars going on and they're just really distorted, or if there's other instrumentation in there, but it's it gives it a really interesting sound. Like, especially at the very end, like, it, I think it's a guitar, but it practically sounds like an accordion or something. I'm not convinced it's guitar anymore. Yeah, it might not be. Um, what I thought was interesting... Oh yeah, you can hear it now. Yeah, that. what is that sound? I almost hear a, like a flute lion on top of that. Oh, there could be. Although, uh, the flautist wasn't credited, so I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, I listened to this and thought, that's interesting, but the entire disc was so weird. I thought it was worth noting because it has stuff like, uh, you gotta fight for your sprite to party. Yeah, that's a really weird little song. <laughs> or, um, what was it? Wasn't there a Dwarf Party song? There, yeah, there, I don't there's know. weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's a funny little, uh, the third album. And then there's some of the tracks, um, like, uh, Meridian Rush, parts one, two, and three, is like a 12-minute, like, uh, combination of guitar solos. That, uh, you can, on the, uh, album's website you can see who uh, gave guitar solos there's about 20 guitar solos on that one song so that's pretty crazy it's like an ode to every prog rock band that goes too far right exactly well that's quite enough of that all right all right well let's switch over to something a little bit different uh, so the next one I got picked out is called A Storm Is Coming. That's a cover of the song Distant Thunder. Uh, it's featuring Lauren Leibowitz once again on the flute, one of our favorite people we have featured here today. Uh, and this one's uh, covered by Alexander Brandon. Now, if that name sounds familiar, it's because he wrote the music for songs like Deus Ex, uh, Neverwinter Nights, uh, Elder Scrolls V, Skyrim, Jazz Jackrabbit. So he's been around for a while. So uh, a little bit different than having our, our usual, mainly OCR type arrangers here. Uh, again, a professional coming in to do what he wants with the music.
And we're back, and that was A Storm Is Coming from Alexander Brandon featuring Lauren Leibowitz. Um, yeah, one of my favorite songs. I've, again, I've heard this one for years and years, uh, coming from Secret of Mana. There's a couple different uh, arrangements of it over on OC Remix, over on Covers, which everyone needs to listen to more covers, in my opinion. Great station, best station Rainwave's got. Well, well, let's not go overboard here. <laughs> No, I, I agree though. It's, covers needs more listeners. There's a lot of good music, and it gets overshadowed sometimes, even by like the OC Remix station. Um, but if you like uh, a lot of great covers of music, and there's a nice wide variety, you should definitely check out the the cover station on Rainwave. You know, I was struck the other day. Um, a new newish listener came in to IRC, and he was asking about the other channels, and he listened mainly to OCR and. I, I was so surprised that he didn't listen to covers at all because it's exactly what the Overclocked Remix listeners would want. Yeah. Yeah, it has a, a slightly different feel at times, um, but not in a bad way. Like, I, I, I totally say if you like OC Remix, then you should definitely check out the covers channel. There's a lot of good stuff. And uh, Kevin's added a lot of good content in the years he's worked on, on the station. Um. As for this song, I guess we should talk about this a bit. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was... I almost picked this when I was listening through to random tracks on the album, because it's such... It's a departure, I guess. You know, it's easy listening. It's almost yeah. jazz. Yeah, it's a nice little little track, yeah. Um, and if, you're, if you liked uh, what we've played so far, there's a lot more music on this album. Um, I think there's something like 48 tracks and we've only played 12 of them so far. So uh, we're coming to the end of our show here, but if you want to keep listening to more good uh, Secret of Mana remixes, check out spectrumofmana.com. You can pick up the album for free. Um, and of course, uh, gotta love uh, this great soundtrack, the original soundtrack composed again by Hiroki Kakuda. Um, and I guess that's about it. Oh, I, I, one other thing I wanted to say is I didn't play one of my favorite tracks in the album because it's almost too metal-y, but if you, if you like metal, I definitely recommend the track uh, This Song Got Me Pregnant, um, which is a funny name for a track, but uh, that's by John Peros, um, and that's, that's a really nice little track. I listened to that one. Uh, I didn't know what it was going to be. It- I just thought it was too much. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a little crazy, but uh, if you're into metal, it's it's a nice little track. Um, all right, so do you guys have anything else before we uh, close out the show? Uh, doesn't sound like it. All right. I just want to say thanks for having me on. You guys are doing a great job with the podcast. Keep up the good work, and well, can't wait till we get to the fiftieth one. Maybe I'll be back for that. <laughs> great. Yeah. Well, we really appreciate having you on the show. Is a lot of fun to have you on as a special guest, and I'm sure we'll have you back sometime. Yeah, it's great All to right. have you here, dude. Uh, thank you. Great. Um, so to close, close out the show, we're actually going to pick a track that both Kevin and I chose as uh, our fifth favorite tracks, because we each picked four tracks, and then we both picked this as our fifth track. Um, so this is going to be the song called Tale of the Curious Stranger, um, a, rem- a remix of A Curious Tale by The Second Story. 
And this track is a lot more uh, folky, than, I'd say, than a lot of the other tracks we've played today. Um, but it has a nice uh, live sound to it, and um, hope you like it. So anyway, this has been the Super Rainwave podcast. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>